Just me and you, Craig. Alec will be coming. We're going to have a uh, more general episode in a couple of days here. When we get Alec in, we'll talk about Supreme Court. If we get Alec in. He doesn't if, seem too promising. If we get Alec in. Um, let me make sure I got the hookup for the iPhone. Oh, here we go. Three topics today. First, we're going to open with Joe Rogan is another attack was placed on him this week from By who? maybe the worst one to date. He's getting challenged to a fight from the Young Turks. A real fight? Real fight. You know Chank Physical? Uger? You know Chank Uger? Yeah. Yep, Chunky ch- Chunky Noodle. Wait, he wants to physically fight. No, he doesn't. That, let, me, let me let me get this for you. No, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, There's he, no way. Yeah, he does. You're crazy. <laughs> we're we're going to go There's in, absolutely no We're going to go into a discussion of the state of Joe Biden and then uh, Elon Musk after this and his traumatic reentry to Twitter. Or yeah, ownership coup. I don't know. The liberal the liberal media is very concerned. This though is on Patrick David Best. He was just on Rogan probably like a month and a half ago. His you might remember him from. There was someone trying to get Obama and Trump to sit down for a debate. He said like we were gonna raise like five million dollars and do it for a charity or something. He when he went on Rogan, he tried to pitch the idea of starting a new social media network mm-hmm. and having Rogan be the head person. Like he's one of those kind of guys, but. These podcasts are interesting. He gets people from both sides of the aisle. Generally plays independent, but here is Cenk Uger from the Young Turks. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know what would happen if you stepped in the room. Wow, blew your ears out. Uh, so you know, would Joe have a massive advantage? Obviously, look at me. I'm 52. I'm, ma- I'm very overweight, etc. But, by the way, I don't think it would be a foregone conclusion. I'm. Oh, you think you could Stop. take Joe? Okay. Now, now, Are you saying Cenk, you could take okay. Rogan? <laughs> Throw okay. one kick and decide you'd be peeing blood for a week. <laughs> have you seen his kicks? Like yeah, these? I've seen his kicks. Okay. So, listen. I appreciate your confidence, though. I got to tell you. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you why I do yeah. it. Okay. So look, well, number one, I, I'm okay. A trained person is, of course, better, and by a lot. Look at this, right? Guy. So, and a guy who's in shape is supposed to a guy not in shape by a lot. So I would t- do tons of training, etc., and I'd still be a massive underdog. Okay, but I'm a brawler, and <laughs> and so it's not just that I fought my whole life when I was growing up, etc. It's the will in you, right? So if he's going to beat me, he's going to have to beat me. He will beat you, though. Yeah, and that's fair. Yeah. And that's yeah. a fair conclusion to yeah. reach, okay? But my point is... I, he's not challenging I'm tired to fight, of people. though. No, he's going to start clarifying this really quick. But notice how... This is something liberals do a lot, especially when they're talking about climate. Is is they Basically, he said, yeah, I've never trained for a fight. Yeah, I'm extremely out of shape. But if I knew I had a fight coming up, I would just go 24-7... Complete Muhammad Ali training. But Joe Rogan does that already. Exactly. <laughs> and, and to think that you could just pick up something that someone's done for a lifetime and mm-hmm. master it in a month because you got access to tech and innovation. You're just going to like program your brain. You're going to vaccinate yourself and inject yourself. I, How did you find this? I watched, um, when this came you on. You watched their episode? Not oh. Young Turks. See, that's. I was going to say, that'd be Honestly, hard to watch. no. I put the Young Turks. We are going after CNN. The Young Turks are beneath us. That's where Rogan would never fight this guy. I'll fight. This guy wants a fight. I'll fight this guy. You Ro- fight that guy. I'll be Rogan's champion. He's a lot bigger than you. I don't think so. I don't. And I mean, like he's a beast. Like he's got weight on. Yeah, him. and I got speed. And I'm pretty sure, sh- like. Yeah, yeah, but you can't just run away. No, he's not gonna be able to land a punch on me. He's too slow. Mm. I'll 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 dance around. What if he just like bear Easy. hugs you? He, no, because I'm not doing MMA. I'm doing boxing. Oh, we're, yeah, we're, doing we're, boxing? We're, we're doing boxing. I'm not gonna get in a wrestling match with Chunky Soup. That's not gonna happen. But I'll gladly box this guy. That'll be fun. 
But here, let's let him, because here's the thing. This is where he's, here's a bigger beef with people like Jimmy Dore, who used to be on the Young Turks, Bill Maher. He keeps do they, getting, wait, do they, they not like Jimmy Dore no more? No, they're, they're all outcasted. They're not only not considered, I'll let, I'll let him explain it. They're not only not Democrats, they're far right now. Running <laughs> over the left wing, okay? But this he this guy from the Young Turks went on. I've been I I watch um this uh, David Best podcast when I like the I, I find the guests interesting. Like he usually gets some. The, he had uh, Oliver Stone who did the JFK Ukraine documentary on just recently. It was really good. So it's like and he does the long form three hour podcasts. <laughs> listening to Chank, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've gotten a special part here. Where we're going for the fight. Well, I. If you're going to say we're weak, then fuck off and step in the ring, okay? So step in the ring ideologically. That is what I would yeah. greatly recommend. <laughs> I this with Michael Smirkonish a long time ago. Michael Smirkonish. Right? He's talking shit about, oh, the wussification of America. And I was like, all right, bitch, then oh. either get in the ring from a debate point of view. That's an old man, not Joe Rogan. Get in the octagon or whatever you want, right? Because you're saying we're wussies, and I'm saying I'll kick the shit out of you, oh, okay. okay? So you tell me. You know what <laughs> Michael Smirkonish did? He ran like a bitch okay and he went cried to mommy and he said oh my god he's threatening me no no i said look in in a uh, i would never do it in the streets that's nuts he's not will smith i'm 100 against violence but you're not gonna call us weak and get away with it. let's do we're gonna stand a goddamn post and that's why the young turks are hated by the right wing because we do not back down we punch back they are not hated by the right wing. This is yeah, comedy fodder. The right wing just, they watch him for free comedy. This is a joke. He does this every day. Every day is the same over the top. He's going to punch you in the face and he's not a wussy and the lefts are tough guys. This is your champion. I don't think, if I'm on the left right now, you really want this guy. That's it. That's our, I mean, they got him or Joe. You got him or Joe. Well, that's, we'll get to Joe here in a second. Cause. So the whole point there, Patrick, is rhetorical. I'm punching back rhetorically. Yeah, but you, you I, and, and by the way, that, that was how I took it. Yes. But that's not how the world took it. I'm, I'm yeah, not sure I you know, know that. There's of a part course. of that was marketing. I get that. But let, let me go through a couple of these. But I uh, like triggering the right wing. I, I like to be, oh, yeah, no way, man. We're was the right tougher, really? upset or something? I think so. I don't. Right now he's going after Smirkonish, Joe Rogan, and it's about to be Jimmy Dore. But nobody Joe on the right wing. But Joe Rogan's not right wing. The, none of them are remotely right wing. They're mm-hmm. all lefties. Mm-hmm. All None of them voted. Watch, he, he's going to get confused. Confused about who voted for who. He thinks Rogan voted for Trump. Uh, if anybody. By the way, Alex Jones braided my Alex, set. Uh, right? I, I that, stood yeah. up, yeah, I and all that. of a sudden, he wasn't so fucking tough anymore, right? <laughs> so all these fake tough guys in the right wing. Joe is not a fake tough guy, though, bro. Okay. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but but uh, you know, uh, 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 in in regards to him being right wing, like that is uh, the guy said he would vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I mean, that, you guys a, had found common yeah, ground he, on yeah, that. He, okay, yeah, he did, yeah, right? Yeah. And I so that was like the last semblance of him being independent. Joe Rogan had him on his podcast. Chank has been on Joe Rogan's, I think, twice. Has been on his podcast. He supports Bernie. He supports the idea when the Young Turks were legitimate, maybe seven or eight years ago when they were truly independent news. Mm-hmm. He was all about giving these guys platforms, and that's why right now for it. Him to be popping off like this at Rogan, it's not... Rogan would never respond to this because this is beneath him. You think? Oh, he might respond. No, this guy's been jawing at him for what a while. What if somebody asks him? I think that, I don't think you would because this is beneath him. This is the kind of thing that, like... The only reason we know this guy's name is because people... What if one to, of his comedy buddies would ask him? Because they'll just do it. They just might. Like, but let's. He's going to keep going here because this is where... Explain how Joe Rogan's right wing. 
That's the first. Yeah, that's the thing. Just please explain that to me. Nobody, like, I don't know anybody who listens to him that would ever think that. I think the people on the right wing that like him want him more right. Like yeah, they don't like view they, him they, as a right They way. get annoyed whenever he starts he talking enter- about... He entertains the liberals, the homeless His problem. social policies. Like, yes, they yes. don't... Like, they get annoyed when he starts talking about that, but they trust them because he's real, and he admits when he's wrong, and he asks extra questions and gets down to it, even when he is on the side of the person. Invites both sides. That right? Gavin to Becker. Mm-hmm. That, that was a great interview. But, like, when, when you're talking about, like, economically, he doesn't... He, he, he thinks, obviously, that he... Uh, socialism would be nice. If a social program, can but he help doesn't poverty. actually believe that it can work. He he just he re- he realizes that it's not possible. He listens. He mm-hmm. listens, and when you try and find a middle ground, well, okay, we can't ma- maybe. And he realizes how much we, we would lose out on so much if we de- went that route. Like we, have, there's so much innovation that's created. So it's like, yeah, it's a negative a little bit for him in his view, but it's not. It's a negative you kind of got to mm-hmm. deal with. Is how he views it. Right, but to call him right wing, that's right. Let's hear. Let's right, see if we yeah. can get an explanation here. Because eventually he has to get the Jimmy door. Because that's where if you're gonna call Rogan's not explicit, explicitly political. If you just listen to Jimmy Door, you would know. Yes. One episode. He doesn't talk at all Since like he's liberal. He's gone no. completely in the other if direction. One hundred percent in the other direction. If and by the way, he supported Trump. Trump's a lunatic. Fake news. So I mean, you Trump. can't say you're what do you mean he supported Trump. He he said that he uh, look. If I'm wrong, I'm happy to to yeah. retract it. Retract my it. My understanding was he said he doesn't like either option, but between Trump and Biden, he preferred Trump. Oh, at the okay. time. Okay. No, I think, well, who way, I think the way he said it, I think the way he said it is he he thinks Trump uh, had a stronger way of dealing with things than Biden does. I don't think he said I would vote for Trump over Biden because he could clarify. He, By the he, way, why doesn't he clarify? He did. He voted for the Joe Jorgensen. Yeah, he's been over this multiple times. He mm-hmm. won't have Trump on for an interview because Trump won't come to terms with his show. And everything. So that's when he's sitting there going, "If I'm wrong, you're dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything you're saying is dead wrong." From the idea that you think you could fight him if you got some magic, like you took Adderall for a month and just went into super training mode. No, you're still going to get your ass kicked because the r- training he does just on his regular day workout is built to fight. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing is really stupid. But as you can see. We haven't even taken the time to figure out why who Joe Rogan votes. But why can't Joe Rogan get Trump on his podcast? I think he I don't. I, Trump right now has to make a decision whether it's worth the risk. There's a chance that he but could But why get can't Joe just get Dana White to make him? Why can't Joe get Dana White to Dana make White, Trump? Yeah, Dana White's the one who got him on Nelk. And tr- the Nelk guy said, it, Kyle said, I watched another interview with him where he was talking about the Trump interview. And he said Trump didn't even really understand why he was there. He didn't know, like, he didn't realize the environment. All they knew, really, like, even the Secret Service had asked them going in, didn't you prank a bunch of Trump supporters? Why do you want him on? Like, you know, but Dana, the reason they were going through with it was just because Dana White is the one who got Trump to go do it. It makes sense. And when you look back in the 2020 election cycle, he went on Barstool and did an interview with Dave Portnoy at the White House where a lot of people were like, do you really? They're not on your team. Like, the Nelk Boys, they have a comedy show. Well, I think the Nelk boys are on his team now. Oh, I think so, too. I think, they're I pretty fa- I think yes. everyone <laughs> that is, like, real entertainment right now is kind of leaning. Like, every podcast is talking about how Trump's just going to win. Even if they, they're they not conservative, it's just, it's just look at the way the country is. But the decision— How do you—it would be impossible. Like, there, you, there's no way you think the election's real if this year Biden comes back out— and, and wins. If you're the Trump campaign, though, and you're trying to think strategically, that you're not running in 2022. 
to go on. You go on. Yeah, so it gives any mistakes okay, time to okay, die but, down. But, by but you go on the Nelk Boys right now during off, an off year to try and expand your base to people that otherwise aren't really watching. Mm-hmm. Rogan, I mean, a lot of his base watches Rogan. When he goes on there, it's going to be a test. That could be. I mean, it, his performance. But I think both candidates. I think when and if Trump goes on. That will just like it was on back with John Stewart in 2012, mm-hmm. when it became a badge of honor for a Republican to go on to a liberal news network and do the full interview. Can Trump do the whole, well, you know, Joe, like thing with his I, hands I, and do the whole, because he's always in that political mood. Can he do that for three hours straight? I, because I, I, I think it's fake. I think he's probably a lot more relaxed. I think similar to the Gupta interview, mm-hmm. it would be it would be an exercise in body language where you're going to see it open up with Trump tight and Joe trying to loosen up. And Joe's going to try and pick topics and are going to get him a little more open to talk about, feel comfortable well, to I be, wish, dish on some of the more interesting things. I wish he'd do it because I would like to see in like the, an hour and a half mark when he starts to kind of like You can see the hands, the water, I need water, bathroom breaks, we need a pause. Like s- Something happens. Well, I, I like to see whenever he starts, he'll actually start talking like straight up how he feels like you actually know if these presidents were also that should be a law we change make them subject to a three-hour interview with we used to well i guess they would just choose people who are gonna even then even then three hours i trust myself as a viewer yeah let me watch the whole thing let me see the highs and the lows let Mm -hmm. me see the questions that appear innocuous the more interesting Mm -hmm. ones how does their body language shift like there's no doubt that it would be a battle where trump's trying to dodge and joe's trying to hit but mm-hmm. if Joe swings too hard, then that's going to cause Trump to go into complete shell and you get nothing. Mm-hmm. So you got to make him comfortable. Yeah, you got to be friends with him. It's an art that Joe is good at, and I think Trump is really good at too. I think he's good at wearing people down. Mm-hmm. He'll wait. He'll go through the debate. They'll stomp. You'll yell. Your emotions are up. They're down. But at the end of the day— But Joe will just create a good like conversation. I, I, I think it would be I great. think an hour in, they'll be just kicking it. But I would wait, though, to a point where I would, if I'm Trump, I would do the interview at a point where the Democrats— have their challenger already picked. Like right now, clearly... Because now they can pick... They can listen to that interview and pick who's strong. Defend, yes, yes. You can pick where Trump's weak and pick a candidate that can basically... So so if I'm... That's why if I'm Trump right now, there's no point. Like the Nelk boys, you want to be relevant. It's the only way before he was kicked off... Like Twitter was how he would communicate with with younger Republicans. Mm -hmm. And since he's been kicked off, he doesn't really have a clean way to... He has his true social. You know what I was thinking about though is... um, on I know you hate their podcast, but the uh, flag flagrant podcast with Andrew Schultz. No, I don't hate it as much. I'm getting I'm getting but more Joe more Rogan used to it. said that more he thought of the comedians in our country. He felt like most likely to become president as a comedian was Andrew Schultz, which is that's an odd, yeah, sure. But I don't know why they were just kind of being funny about it. But he mentioned how like if he got if he was able to get enough support that he was able to get on the debate stage, how easily he would own it. Because he wouldn't be really trying to get elected. So if you could get somebody who doesn't want to actually be elected, but can just get on the debate stage and just, you know, just roast people. That's the story of Trump. Mm. In 2016, that's what he did. Yeah. He was but no- he wasn't like, he wasn't trying to expose people or anything. He was just... Oh, it's Rand I mean, Paul. Kind of Rand was. Paul, your hair is ugly. You need to get off the stage. Chris Christie, yeah. you're fat. Jeb Bush, you're boring. Marco Rubio, <laughs> yeah, tiny true. hands. Like, he just went through the list what if and Rogan, called him each. What if Rogan just got there and then just he started had, calling people out on the thing? Have, that, okay, this is the issue with that. He'd have to do it on the Democratic side. Because that's gener- like if he's what he talks passionate about, what he's most articulate about is more Democratic you, policies. I think Republicans would probably vote for him right now. But I don't think he could fit in the primary. 
I think I honestly think enough Republicans aren't. Remember, Trump was a Democrat before he ran. When he ran, he decided he could only win a yeah, Republican primary. I think primary. the Republican side is where it's easier because the Republicans I mean, are more willing to like change and elect somebody they don't 100 percent believe with. But I could not imagine Rogan Trump debating toe to toe. Well, I think Rogan would what, I don't, like wipe I, the floor with him. I don't think Rogan would put his name up on a one on one against Trump. I don't. I don't think why. Because I don't think many people the the how bloody a primary would be against the person who generally already controls the party. The leading person is DeSantis. But do you really? You could just wait. You think DeSantis is not going to do it? No, I don't mm. think there's a un, 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 until Trump shows signs of mentally declining, then I which he's not yet. No, no, n- not in any way comparative to Joe. Oh yeah, like. So, yeah. it, it, so it's, it's like I, we're I, setting the standard pretty low very right low now very low so, so it's like mental it's like, like stabilized I, I think rogan would do well in either primary but i just think it would be dumb to run as a republican if he ran as a democrat i think it's possible but we watched tulsi try and do that tulsi was one of the only democrats that could go on his podcast multiple times and talk for three hours mm-hmm. like and but what the dnc changed the rules so she wasn't allowed to debate the the yeah. rnc the rnc tried to remember they made trump sign the petition it was you have to sign a I pledge to vote for the winner of the RNC. Yeah, that was that was there. Do their, you think um, Joe uh, Joe Rogan would be able to host a uh, debate? I think that would be more. Yeah, that would be. Ideal. Is it possible? It's. I don't know if the DNC would agree to it. When, when you're talking abstractly, see this. Is, I think this possible. would be the move. Trump says the DNC would never. Trump says I'll do all your goes like he he needs to do it like completely publicly. I'll do all your debates with all your home field advantages, but we have to go on Joe Rogan. That's another thing that when you watch uh, different Rogan episodes, depending on the guest, they try and get him to organize debates. Will you get like Doctor Malone? Versus Dr. Offit over vaxxers. Because the way he does it now, to be fair, and Spotify like made a big stink of this, is if you're going to have someone from the far anti-vax, then the next day you got to bring in someone who's pro it. And you can watch three hours of one, three hours mm-hmm. in another, and make your choice. Ideally, we could save some time if they were both in the room at the same time, and it would do a number for unity. If we could have these people that, like, right now, what you and Ryan were fighting about on the group text over pedophilia, I don't think we were fighting. I didn't know. What the I know were. it's just once it gets to a point where the rhetoric gets so bellicose that ne- the uh, even if a side thinks they're wrong, they won't admit it because they're not going to give the other side a win, and that's a crippling state for a country to be in. When even when one side knows they're wrong, they have to keep betting because they will not accept the other side being a win. Which you a lot. You think of, that's what? What are you saying? Like you think that's why the pedophilia thing's coming up? No, I'm saying is that's where, like, um, the don't say gay bill down in Florida. Mm-hmm. I have not seen a Democrat and a Republican argue against each other both sides of this b- bill, like, in good faith. The don't say gay bill? Because it's not really called exactly. the don't say gay bill. Exactly, because exactly. <laughs> everything, once you get into it, it's, everything yeah. you're talking about is, is up for debate as to, like... Well, it'd be, like, if you're actually talking about what the bill is, you would seem pretty fucked up to actually defend... The, the Republicans... Or be against the bill. The standard... Because it doesn't... The standard... literally do not talk to kids about your sexuality. Between K and third grade. Yeah. And the Republicans common, like, the quick dig that you'd have at a Democrat is, why are you trying to sexualize kindergartners? Yeah. That's an easy line. And that's what the, you they could put that as don't say gay. It's the same thing as you're saying forcing the kids to shout mm-hmm. gay, 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 gay. That's not Which right. They are. Yeah. I sent you the video of the parade of gayness in the elementary. School. <laughs> it's an odd, <laughs> it's an odd scenario. But I, it's important though if we're going to have a public school that both sides of this issue can sit together at a school board 
and to have this debate. Or if we can't, then what do we do? One one section they of parents... They would start yelling at each other. Well, I think what maybe the, they would either start yelling at each other or if the free market had its way, then we'd have our own... Just like you have Catholic schools, you have private woke schools where maybe you teach kindergarten... And you have colleges that don't... Um, <coughs> they don't give uh, credit to the uh, to the the school they don't agree with. Like if you, you they would unionize the schools and you'd have two different unions and then schools would only recognize schools from one union. I, I like you wouldn't be able to get into say like Penn, oh, Penn State if you didn't go to one of the liberal well, branch and, schools. And that would know? be the argument that people made against Catholic schools. Remember that was always cuz here you had conservatives that wanted a private education. Mm-hmm. In the scenario I'm painting you're having liberal parents that want a private education. Because we're all agreeing that the public school is not a place to teach religion or sex. Mm-hmm. That you'd send them there to learn math, English, science. That's, and then I guess that's where we get in the debate. What's science anymore? What is science? What I is science? I'm not a so scientist. many different subjects. I'm not a biologist. I'm not a scientist. So I can't, I no I can't comment on genders. I don't know biology. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have any comment on any of that. Um, with that, where I was trying to transition from the opening, uh, the Joe Biden, the debate on Joe Biden versus Trump. Clearly, Trump would beat Joe Biden. But you're nuts if you think Joe Biden's going to make it to 2024. I am fairly sure that Operation Irish Exit is currently underway. Is this the real operation? How did you come up with the name? Um, in the Secret Service, as we know through Hunter's emails, Joe Biden's um, Secret Service name is Celtic. Mm. They have Celtics on the move. I forget what Trump's was. Trump's was a funny one. They used to make fun of him for it. They used the same one that he was for Vice? I believe so. Hmm. Yeah, because it's the same. It's all the same people. And um, oh, it's all the same people? Not all the same, but the Secret Service doesn't rotate out so much with the... Like, when Obama left and Trump came in, it was, I don't believe. It wasn't an entirely new Secret Service. Hmm. I, I, I'm curious as to how much say you get in picking your own guys. I assumed you did because Trump still has Secret Service. I assumed you, all of his guys move on with him. A, a certain percentage, like like it, it's a. But e- either way, I I don't think they changed the name Celtic because that's how you get a rookie Secret Service agent and a senior. They all know the same name, so th- it wouldn't it wouldn't make much sense to change it. It's yeah. not that relevant to the story. The reason I'm, I'm just curious. the reason I'm calling it that is because you know what an Irish exit is. Mm, an Irish exit. Yeah, you are Irish, aren't you? No, I'm, I think I'm Scottish. Well, that's awfully close. I'm sure there's a little Irish in there. Your brother's a straight redhead. Well, yeah, but the Scottish would be redheads too. Okay, right? sure. Yeah, the blonde. I don't know. Right? I might be. No, it's true. Either way, an Irish exit is is when you leave a party, you leave the bar, or you leave a group without announcing it. Usually, it's because you're drunk, and you get distracted. You run into a girl, and you just follow her to the next bar, and it's like, oh, what happened to this person? I don't know. <laughs> they, they 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 disappeared. I make Irish exits. Like I you think follow girls to other bars. No, no, when, just <laughs> no. When you meet a friend, like you're outside smoking, like I'm outside smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. and I run into somebody that I hadn't seen all night, and they go, "Well, we're just heading over here." I might just walk over to the next bar if I'm not thinking like, "Oh, I got to go back inside and tell Craig and Ryan that oh, I'm going somewhere else." Oh, so like you're there with somebody, and then you just end up going. You end up, yeah, you, you leave without announcing it. Yeah, it's yeah. usually associated uh, with yeah. drunkenness because normally you make a point to say, "Hey guys, I'm leaving, yeah, going yeah, to do yeah. this." Mm-hmm. That's right now what I believe the Democrats are trying to do is get Joe Biden out without really having to tell anybody why they're doing it. It's just like, we're just going to say he's inebriated. He's lost his mind. He's a little insane, maybe a little bit mental. We're going to pull him out nice and slowly. No damage. We're going to sub our own guys in. But the question is, and this is why I'm calling an operation, is because you want to do this in such a way that 
you don't crash the midterms. Which it are so you you have to do it. Let's say you don't pull Joe before November third or before the twenty twenty two midterm elections. Mm-hmm. You lose the house. That's big because if you pull Joe, the speaker of the house becomes the vice president. If the if the Republicans take over, then they could essentially it's it would be McCarthy right now, but they could make Trump the speaker of the house. Mm-hmm. So then pulling Joe would mean you'd have Kamala and. President Kamala, I don't Vice think. President Donald. It could be because they wouldn't have to because you don't seat Congress until three months after the election. Mm. So if they keep Joe in until November 3rd and they lose, then they can pull him any day, move Nancy up, because it's not until January 10th or January, or yeah, January 20th that you seat the 2022 Congress. Mm. So they have a buffer zone where if they pulled Joe a month before midterms, that would be catastrophic. If they could get him out now, medically, then they got some time to recover. They can start trying to repaint so Kamala as a new candidate. Poison him. I'm thinking first we had the fatal kiss from Nancy, where they went in. Right now there are 27 Democrats on the House testing positive for COVID, all from this big party that they've been having. Obama came to the White House mm-hmm. on Tuesday. So you think they're going to kill They were trying to give him the COVID. First things first, let's give him a little COVID. If we can get him to die because of COVID, then we can get lockdowns back up. We can start saying that we got mutations. Our leader's down. Crises, emergencies. Nancy, this is kissing him. Have you ever seen Nancy kiss anybody? But Nancy had to have been tested before she got that close to him, right? She has it now. Nancy's currently positive with COVID. But th- she wasn't tested before she was allowed to get that we, close to the Liberals aren't tested. They beat it. They got their vaccines and their booster. They can't get it anymore. But you're telling me the Secret Service isn't testing people no, that no. come within an area no, of the president. No, 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 But they but, want everyone else tested. When you, Do you see Joe Biden over in um Poland? There were thousands of refugees but, all over him. Oh, really? All over him. I did not know that. They are just letting him out there naked in the COVID. No masks. No one's doing anything. Just... Get it, Joe. Come on, get a little contagion. He just Iron Joe, Teflon Joe. He's not going to go. Not going to take him out like that. So what they do, what we get just yesterday? Secret Service, listen to this. Joe Biden's Secret Service team has been corrupted. I encourage, there's a little more of the chunky, the chunky soup, if anyone wants to listen to it. Let me get this clip. This is sketchy. Charges for posing as federal agents. The FBI says both men spent over two years pretending to be members of a DHS police force to infiltrate federal law enforcement and defense communities. They allegedly gave gifts like iPhones, TVs, and apartments to Secret Service agents. They are scheduled to appear in court today after officials raided their apartment yesterday. Four Secret Service staff were placed on leave as part of that investigation. My goodness. Two of them with Joe Biden's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what's going on here, but it really looks like, and then I, that's why I was tying it back to the Obama when he came to the White House. Did you did you watch any of those? You saw the, the clips. I saw the clips where they're all talking to Obama. It, it's, yeah, it's, I, we can't, there'll be no point of playing that video because there's no sound. The only thing to relate to is, is when you're the person at the office part, like you're at, the, you're at the party and you have your friend, but your friend's talking to someone else mm-hmm. and you don't want to be rude, so you're kind of trying to look busy. <laughs> <laughs> that was him just... Obama was the man of the hour looking... And Obama was sick of uh, working from home. Oh, this is Obama's <laughs> element. No, this is Obama's element. This is him shining. He was celebrating the... Here, I'll, we'll play a couple sound bites from... This is odd. Return to the White House. 
this afternoon to celebrate his administration. This is how this is Jake Tapper on CNN. They are so excited. Like this was the big break for the week. Is Obama's at the White House? Everything's back to normal. That's why people are talking Biden v. Trump. Let's talk more. It's either going to be Obama or Hillary. That's the decision it's going to mm -hmm. be here. I would like to see Obama. I say let's go for the third term. Let's let Trump run again. Let's just get straight to it. The best of each party. I don't know if the, we'll see. Let's look at Obama. Signature. Listen to achievement, Joe. The Affordable Care Act, better known as Obamacare. It looked and sounded like old times. Thank you. Vice President Biden. Vice President. Yeah. Vice President Biden. That was a joke. Ha ha ha. We're joking. Was there, uh, He's not just a vice president, but look how Joe Biden followed it up. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Barack Obama's vice president. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Our we get it. As they say in Southern Illinois, they haven't changed a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> Good folks, but haven't changed a lot. They continue to attack the Affordable Care Act. If Republicans have their way, it means 100 million Americans with pre-existing conditions can once again be nigh We're back to 100 million pre-existing conditions? That was like 2014. That was when it was like Paul Ryan pushing an old lady over a cliff was the commercials the Democrats were running. Like, mm -hmm. We're doing a 10-year reunion of a bill that's, we just did COVID? Obamacare didn't help with that. We, we, we're running out of treatments? Really? We have enough vaccines to send around the world, but we're not getting enough treatments that we know work? I don't think... To me, I always question when they trot... If you're not going to bring Obama back, he's making them look bad. When you watch one person clearly be the leader, and then mm. you have to sit here and stomach, you really think Joe's running this country? They don't even think so. This is a joke. Yeah. This is funny to them. This is And what's funny is we all just go along with it. All those dumb ditto-head reporters are all sitting there nodding their head, laughing. It felt like old times. Hell, Biden's been here for a year and a half, and this is just starting to feel like old times. Mm -hmm. I don't know. To me, what I saw there was the DNC turning their back entirely from Obama to Kamala to Chuck and Nancy, mm -hmm. completely ignoring the current president, rather flagrantly, in a way that allowed Tucker Carlson and Fox Late Night to go hard on this video. Because it's one of those things that a respectable, like Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, you could do a good 10 minutes of just doing the little voice in Joe Biden's head. Like while he's sitting there quiet, trying to reach over people to grab Obama's shoulder, what do you think he's thinking? What do you think in his mind when he reaches out there so sadly and just holds on to Obama's shoulder over the person? Obama keeps talking, ignoring him like, yeah, that's my dad. He's getting a little touchy-feely grabby again. Just hold on. I'm saying bye to people. Mm -hmm. That's not the. That's not how you treat the president of the United States when he grabs you on the shoulder. Yeah, you just uh, yeah. Just ignoring him. He's that guy in the back of the line. It's tough. It's tough to stomach. It's tough to stomach. But I think this is a clear sign of if they want to pull him quickly and not gamble. When I say gamble, they can always pull him after the midterms. We will have between November third or I can't remember what day midterms fall on. Between the 3rd and 6th and January 10th or 20th, there will be a three-month period where they can, if Clarence Thomas, God forbid, were to pass away, they can. the Democrats can jam in another Supreme Court justice and take the majority. Mm -hmm. They can pull out Biden and move Kamala and Nancy up rather quickly. That, For most people I talk to, there's no point of rushing it because you take a chance of making the midterms worse. 
is because if you pull Joe for being mental right now, if God forbid Hunter's laptop picks up, you well, could, that's what I think they're trying to get out ahead of. You could lose a lot more pieces than just Joe Biden if Hunter's laptop was to be completely substantiated. Unless that's their way of getting him out. Maybe I, they're not too concerned. Think about, think about it this. Pleading insanity. Joe Biden doesn't have his mind, mm-hmm. so they can just claim he's mental. Hunter Biden was under the influence of drugs and had an addiction problem. He has mental illness also. Neither one can be held accountable for any of the crimes they committed, and they can't testify because they weren't in possession of their mind when the crimes were committed. Of course, Joe didn't know Hunter's business of dealings. Joe doesn't know what he had for breakfast. Yeah. Like, uh, Hunter was doing bad, shady business deals? Yeah, because he's under the influence of crack, which was largely being, I mean, you got to figure, this guy's a walking mark. This guy's walking around L.A. while his dad's vice president for the last two months, getting in fights with homeless people, getting kicked out of clubs, no, there were people that witnessed this. There were people that went through it. I don't... How everyone's silent, how we have nothing, I don't know. You have, you have to look at why when the New York Post put out their article a year and a half ago, 51 intelligence officers came out and said definitive evidence that this is Russian misinformation. Oh, yeah. What are the consequences on those guys? Are they still intelligence officers? That's kind of oxymoronic. Mm-hmm. Like there's... So that that's piling quickly. We are going to get. I just started up a Substack. It's I'm not yet. Oh, up, did you? I'm not yet uploading anything to it. I've just been getting. I don't, what is a Substack? That substack. MacBook Air. We're doing Gregory A. Troutman. But at, what what is a Substack? Oh, a Substack. It's a. And ba- then plug yourself. Basically, it's a place where you can upload your own, um, your own writings, your own journalist articles, without being censored, and people can pay you or they can get it for free. Hmm. It's a, it's open for free, but you attach it's it to just a, journalism. It's just writing right now. Oh. They're tr- that's why I say journalism. I'm, I'm just writing in general. Some people will write like longer articles. Some people it's more shorter. I mean, Some people cool. it's more informative, like I history. Didn't, I didn't know that. No video yet. That's what they're trying. I, I think they're going to be trying to go to video. Patreon is where I believe you want to go for that. Yeah, but they have like subscription service. Is Substack the same way? Or is it just free? Free. You can shoot. They give you a donate option hmm. at the beginning. As you can send buck, five bucks, ten bucks, anything that you feel you're getting time like like you got like you feel you got something from the information and i i at least what i'm concerned that this hunter biden story might escalate before we can get videotapes together like video recordings that are really what we need because a lot of this stuff is picture based to explain the ukraine i need to be able to show you the country it's to describe it especially listening to back to trying to fit that in with alec last episode that did not work. Well, you're at all. still going to have to describe it because you got to li- realize most people are just listening. Yes, but it is an entirely different thing when I am talking about a timeline with a live guest that is arguing the timeline without looking at it. It's one thing for the audience <laughs> not to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's another thing for Alec to be sitting here going, it's like it's not there. And it's like, well, if it was just me and you mm-hmm. and I had it right here, then it's easier for me to organize. Like, I'm not getting disrupted having to get in a petty fight over. At one point, Alec kept insisting that I was talking about a Putin vendetta against Biden. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with old dirt. Basically, Putin has enough dirt to know that this is a poker hand, that if he raises, America's not going to do anything. He has a feeling, just like we're announcing, that Biden's going to be out soon. As soon as Biden's out, Mm -hmm. Putin's hand's no good. That dirt's no good anymore. So right now he's going to go ahead and take what he thinks is his mm-hmm. while he knows America's running an incompetent leadership because he knows the DNC knows this he knows that the RNC and the FBI is running an investigation so who knows come midterms that's what we're trying to predict how they're going to pull Joe out all you know is they are so if you have dirt on Joe or Hunter now you better cash it 
That's what I'm thinking. If I'm going to get my investigation out, mm-hmm. the moment he gets pulled, the moment this gets kicked into a special investigation and they start treating him like Paul Manafort, which Fox stole from me today, they didn't give me any credit, but it's the exact same format. Mm-hmm. You bring him into special investigation so he doesn't have to testify, and then you try him for not uh, not registering as a foreign agent, which is the most generic... He could be pardoned within days, within mm-hmm. weeks. Jesse Smollett style. He can do two days and get right out. Like, doesn't even spend any time. Mm-hmm. And they can do all that by keeping Na- Kamala takes over. Kamala, the prosecutor general of um, the attorney general of California. Mm-hmm. Where do you think Trump commit or Trump? Where do you think Hunter committed all his crimes in? Kamala Harris's state. Well, she was the AG. Who do you think was covering for him? She, she's been covering for him his whole life. That's part of the deal. That's why she's there right now. That's why when they debate who's worse on crime, it was such an awkward conversation. Because it's like, yeah, Kamala, you didn't arrest these people. Like, you didn't arrest my son, but you arrested about a thousand people for pot violations. Really? And it's like, she's going, you wrote the crack bill, and your son's a raging crackhead. And it's like, yeah, this does look bad. They're both hypocrites. <laughs> but but <laughs> what did that turn out? Since they are compromised and usable, useful idiots, here they are leading our country. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and get the little like brief news articles just things that i think are relevant out in a more timely fashion until we can get video to do the first enemy enemy of my enemies is going to be the name of the live podcast where we're going to go over people like patrick live not it, we could do it live i don't know i mean i guess we could do it there would be nothing stopping us from doing it live because the idea is it's almost more we want to get more people involved in it it's more things like right now how hi, are you going to get the audio right live? now the we're not o- set up for that <laughs> the audio live yeah what would be there if we just stood up a Twitter space or something like that? You still have to get the audio to it. So this would have to be plugged in. To the laptop. Okay. We're, we're, yeah, I think we could do it. In, in the this would just have to be streaming straight through. That That's that's something to look forward to. If we can get the Substack going well, then it would make picking this up easier. Because it's all going to synergize together. Mm-hmm. Either way, the new email we're going to put in the description is Gregory A. Troutman at ProtonMail.com. We're going to type it at the bottom. If you have anything you want to talk about with the show, anything to add, any questions, I want to create a way for people to be able to contact or stay in touch in case we get worse with censoring. I've noticed Russell Brand started doing this. And just in case YouTube or Spotify starts getting really hyper about what they allow during election season and what they don't, then we want to have a way to be able to keep a hive mind going. Because that's where the idea is this investigation is there were some things that happened in L.A. that there are witnesses. And people might not have known exactly what they were seeing when they saw it. When we describe Hunter's Week in L.A., mm-hmm. there had to be some influencers. There were people walking around there in 2016 who saw just complete and total degeneracy. And it would end with him totaling a car in the Arizona desert, dropping it off at a Hertz, leaving a crack pipe, a Secret Service badge, and his brother's military tags before he danced on off to his ninth rehab. Like, it's a pretty nutty situation. And I don't know how quickly it's going to pick up. Anybody who has any relevant information or would like to get in contact about it, please contact me at that email. Final subject, Elon. What's going on here, Craig? You've been talking, you've been spearheading this conversation all week. Well, he, what is it? He paid, um. He's 9.1%. Or yeah, yeah. what I saw. Yeah, so he owns like almost 10% of Twitter, right? So does that give him? I mean, I guess that gives him a little he, bit of power. He owns the most on the, the, mo- board, the, the most board of any, meeting, of any right? board member. So I don't know if he's on the board. 
I've heard mixed theories on that. I heard he was. The what I heard is the conditions on him being on it were that he could he would be maxed at fourteen percent ownership. But he can go higher than how he can go higher than that if he doesn't get on the board. The, theoretically, I don't know how you. But once you're over that, like, like <laughs> once you own like twenty five percent, don't you get to just make the rules? Well, <laughs> then that's where it depends. Is if you're viewing this as if you thought all of the Twitter board was lefties, well then he's still a minority. He's going to have to be able to, just like yeah, Congress, he's going to have to be able to get some people most to... ownership, though, I guess he doesn't have too much more than others, though. But if he could get himself closer to, like, 50%. Mark Zuckerberg um, with the Metaverse, he owns, mm-hmm. I think, 51. Okay. So they try and say, oh, they have a board. Well, when you have 51%, that's called executive veto. Right. Where technically you can't compromise, but if you decide you just don't want to do it, the other 49 say, fuck mm-hmm. yeah. If you got 10% and the other 90% are against you, you can't do anything. So he's still going to have to play politics, board politics, or trying to get allies, trying to get votes, trying to get that kind of thing. Hmm. Which I, and that's I don't I've been trying to follow all week. It's been very difficult for me to tell what is. So, so if I got ten percent any to any company, what does that mean? If someone gets ten percent, to call your own foul. Do, is the voting rights equal? That's where the board comes in. That's why I'm not positive. He's. I thought from what I heard that fourteen percent was terms and conditions of getting on the board. I did not know whether or not he took it or not. Most people that I'm talking to seem to believe he's already on the board. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it worked like that, but I'm not certain. This is one of those things. I, I heard that $40 billion would be enough for him to get to the 50% if he if he invested $40 billion. Mm-hmm. would be enough to take over that executive veto. But th- th- whether or not he's actually on a board right now, I'm not sure how Twitter works like that. I, I, I Before... Jack Dorsey left. I kind of thought he, he did, was like he the Zuckerberg. Joined, he, according to Wired.com, he joined their board. Is there any conditions, or what is the? How many people are on the board? Um, let's see here. If I can look uh, more, you're right. Nine point two percent. He owns four times as much as the founder now, too. Jack why Dorsey, why yeah. would Jack Dorsey give up so much of his ownership? I think he got really... Th- and that's why I'm curious. It's Elon Musk picking up the the sword here. Mm-hmm. And I think Jack Dorsey was sick of being called a liberal. I think he was annoyed with woke politics. He was trying not to appease them. Mm-hmm. But any motion that he made remotely sympathetic towards them, the right pushed him as just another puppet like Zuckerberg. And I think he just got really sick of it. Because mm-hmm. And if you watch his Joe Rogan interview... He's another one like Musk, that this guy is not a liberal. Like he's he's not a conservative, but he's definitely oh, yeah, not, he's a, not liberal a liberal to a point that that would annoy That's what liberal leadership. Me. It confused me about what Twitter was doing. Yeah, they're, what they're they're creating like a new brand of unacceptable lefties and relabeling them the alt right. And currently, Elon Musk has moved himself up to target number one. He may have already been there. The establishment has been going at him for a while, but he's one of those. He is the he is fuck you money. So, it's, this is the kind of... I, I'm all for this. I'm more concerned, just like I was when Rogan came out vehemently anti-vax. I'm concerned about Elon Musk's safety. So, their policies and decisions, according to a Twitter spokesperson, uh, Twitter um, pretty much, our, she said, our policy decisions are not determined by the board or the shareholders, and we have no plans to reverse any policy decisions. As always, our board plays an important advisory and feedback role across the entirety of our service. 
It's so pretty much she's saying, like, you buy stock, you still don't, you don't have a say. No, because no one's going to get near that 51%. That, that 51%. I don't, but that's where, what if Elon Musk decide tomorrow, he want, he, which he easily could do, he mm. wants to pay the $40 billion to get that majority share. What would happen then? Could they still block him? Could they still say, no, this is a board, we don't want to sell to you? That's what the NFL does, in, in some sense, when they say they don't want to sell to a certain owner. Because okay, really, I mean, anybody... I mean, you charge any amount for these teams. Why do they give it to one guy over the other? Why would they never let Donald Trump get a team? Mm-hmm. Why are they so mad at Jerry Jones and Al Davis? Because you don't. Not everyone gets it. But I'm I'm more curious than his position on the board. Is there's two questions for me? First off, when's Trump getting let back on? Yeah, that's what. I mean that. Over. And if you're Trump, do you take it? Remember, he got his truth thing. He'll go back. <laughs> he got, but do you, do you run right back or do you do you? posture a little bit and go you know i don't maybe need you i moved beyond twitter yeah he hasn't though <laughs> no no one has no one but it, it really is it fair though to go back into another election cycle and trump's oh, not even allowed to not. speak absolutely not i get yes this obviously needs to happen that's why i'm more saying if i'm trump just like i wouldn't sign that pledge at first to mm-hmm. support the republican nominee i might make twitter beg a little bit first i might see if, if there was some way that i could make them want me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like I said, it might just be you. I could, the right answer might just be run back, get back on your Twitter, and just pick up the sword where you left off. You're ready to go. The election was rigged, and just see if what they what they start censoring. Mm-hmm. So that do you? So you're saying he does go back on, or he doesn't? Oh, he'll go back on. Go, now soon. As soon as they let him. So that's how much does he, that's where the Elon Musk news is interesting. Is how much does this accelerate that? How much does Elon Musk getting this back make it more likely that I think Trump will be like, on soon? Oh, I don't think it's according to the statement he has no say. He doesn't, but he puts out those polls. Just earlier this week, he put out a poll. Do you think that Twitter should have an edit, edit button? 70% of people said yes. Lo and behold, just a couple of days ago, Twitter's considering putting an edit button on. He can move the needle like this. Didn't he do that too with free speech for Twitter? He put out a poll that said, does anyone think... Twitter should be held accountable to the First Amendment. Yeah, it's like everyone thinks that, and it's like, get yeah, Twitter. Does the board? Does the board see that? Because that's what your base wants. Your mm-hmm. customers are voting very loud and clear. There's a little little doubt there. Mm-hmm. And the the other question I would have for you is um, the, the algorithm. This has always been like a mythical thing to me. That's almost like divine. Is this magic algorithm that determines what is put to the top of the line and what's not? What's cool? What's liked, what's not liked, who writes it, to me, determines the world. If you know the algorithm and you know what videos to make that will always be liked, that will always go to the top, you can run, you can miss the beast, you can run the entire world. So now, theoretically, Elon Musk should be able to take a peek at the algorithm, make sure everything's off, no one's getting blocked, no one's getting shadow banned, everything's being, everything's kosher, above board. Can he? But can he speak publicly about it? Because now he's considered an insider, I don't according to the SEC. So if he comes out publicly and says, hey, I've seen the paperwork, Twitter is, which he's gotten in trouble for this before with Tesla, announcing to people that he wants to go private with it. You know, that... Even when he wants to sell, when he wanted to cooperate Bitcoin, they were trying to get him in trouble for that. It impacts the um, share price, so that he could be in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. But he might not care. I think when... 
Like how much is that prison time or is that a fine? Does he get fined? He I, might th- not care. I think he could talk his way out of that if he is a board member that he's trying to he sees something, the algorithm, and he believes it's costing the board money. But he can't, still can't share insider information. If he thinks that the algorithm could be done better, he can publicly state that. If he can thinks, you? If he if he looks at the algorithm and he finds out that there are certain people being that are censored and blocked that would be generating more likes, more marketing, more advertisements for the company, it would be in Twitter's best interest for him to say something. I would, that would be, with spitball in here on laws that I don't know. Because I'm surprised we were at a point where we have to explain why someone should have a First Amendment. Like, I'm still kind of blown, my mind's blown by that. I'm more taking this as a positive that maybe Elon can do something legally. I don't know. Right now, he seems to be willing to gamble. Mm-hmm. Like the way that he's acting, he seems like he wants to play in this in this in this in this game. Yeah. Like he's he's enough that he wants to buy a ten percent chip stack. He's gonna sit down at the table and play for a little bit. You got. I think Jack Dorsey would be an ally. That's the question there. Is this? And that's why I wonder if Elon's looking for a whip. Boards have nothing to do with science and have nothing to do with technology and physics or any of the stuff that Elon's good at. Boards are like Congress. You have to whip votes. You have to get over 50 to 51% to support your cause. And there is endless, it, depending on when you go to a country like England or Canada, you have 30 or 40 different parties, different factions. So you got to get either 10 of the big ones or 25 of the little ones. Somehow, you have to make a contingency. And all that's done in backroom politics, phone calls, letters, favor, quid pro quos, all the dirty, swampy stuff none of us want to admit happens that it's currently running our country mm-hmm. and right now elon has just basically decided he wants to get in the middle of the muck so i see that as almost like a direct i'm hoping people like him people like rogan people like portnoy start getting a little bit more politically involved at least picking candidates like pick i'm not saying you gotta run i'm saying is it's like rogan did that with um the guys running for governor of california i think Sollenbarger. he wrote san francisco he's running as an independent and Right now, Rogan could make an independent, a competitive third party just by giving him three hours on his podcast. Mm. Just by having him out there, you can get maybe a million people in a state like California or a state like Texas. That go, Joe likes him. I'm not particularly allied to Gavin Newsom or Caitlyn Jenner or whatever Republican nominees thrown up. This guy seems like an average guy, not in politics, who just cares about fixing the damn homeless problem. That's that's how I mean Reg, you get weird candidates like that. You get Trumps, you get Reagans, you get Obamas. You get unique when people are looking at the the two neocons. They're looking at the two establishment figures and going, "Can I just have someone who I think could have a shot of whiskey and smoke a cigar with Joe Rogan?" Yeah, that very well could be the 2024. Which party can pick a candidate that can go do two to three hours? Yeah, the thing with Elon Musk. Um, I, he's going to have an Enemy of My Enemies podcast where we just break down how the DNC gets so worked up about him, but he doesn't usually, he doesn't, he never attacks them directly. What I did not realize is he's trying to start up his own international space station, a private space station. Do you know what that is? What the ISS, the International Space Station, actually is? It's basically a moon like industrial complex. Like a moon-like in the sense that it orbits the Earth. An industrial complex that it's like a gigantic office that you can live on for extended period of times. In a lot of sci-fi movies and TV shows, when we go into nuclear war, 
the people that are meant to continue the human race go up and live in the space station while the nuclear radiation clears around the Earth. So right now, if you want, and a lot of it is, is say you want to go grab, um, uh, you want to test a meteorite. You want to try and like move from satellite to satellite, mm-hmm. do maintenance on things. You need like a home base that all nations use. The reason I was bringing that up now is currently Russia is threatening to pull a technology they have that is critical to how the ISS works. If they do that, a lot of people from a lot of different countries' lives could be in the line because we won't be able to get them back from this space station. Elon Musk is currently in the works of trying to create his own. These things scare me because they seem very apocalyptic. This is very, well, what if we decided to bring bombs on Russia right now and move into World War III? What happens if all of NATO is covered in um, nuclear and like all of Europe is nuclear bombed? What happens to our water? Like we had just had this in a, we've had this in two locations. We've had a couple spillage, a couple nuclear facilitators like overreact. But we've never had entire areas taken out with nuclear radiation that can make the land inhabitable for hundreds of years. We have no idea how long. And if that was to be at a large scale level, well, the only solution is to go hide in space or build a really deep bunker. And right now, if we have Elon Musk building a private space station, would you want to be on that? Do you think you could handle If you were told that the radiate, there's about to be a nuclear war within the next week, the Earth will be uninhabitable. You yeah, could but survive. Yeah, but it would be so long. I don't know. How, like, how long can a f- group of people survive? You're told it could be 100 years. This is a, this is a space It'd station. It would be longer than it's that. A, it's the size of a state. You're going to go up and live in this space station for 100 years. I don't, I don't think I could do it. The space I, station's the size of a state? Yeah, it's a big station. It's a lockdown, though. You don't get to go outside. It's not the size of a state. You've never seen any of the, You don't watch a lot of these kind of space sci-fi movies, though, do you? You're talking about movies? I thought you were talking about the real ones. I, it, well, no, we, that's, we have a real one that I don't think most... It's like what we saw in the movies. It's like a Death Star. But it's not that big. No, we, that's, it, it, is, it is big enough to sustain life for 100, for 100 years. Really? I think so. You think so? I think so. I'm just like this is Think about when the people start having kids. Like it, society's po- going to expand po- inside the population control. You can only have one kid. You can't have multiple kids. You don't have the but oxygen what on if, the art. But it, right now it's so hard for people to have kids. No, be- so what if you have your one kid and they are infer- they can't reproduce? That's fine. You have overpopulation problems on this theoretical the space, space station. station. You're going to need people. Yes, you need one replacement for every couple. I, I think it's long. I think the Earth would be uninhabitable longer than a hundred well, years. It, it could be. It, it could be. That's the <laughs> I plug a TV show. The hundred. It's on Netflix right now. Six uh, six seasons. But concept is this i do want to point out i cannot stand when people use movies to say what really would happen well, because that's just I the know, idea of somebody who wrote the story i'm not saying that i'm saying the movie is saying something that would happen i'm saying that our movies in hollywood are clearly liberal owned and i believe conditioning our younger teenage to our age millennial generation to accept certain things like lockdowns like the end of the world I think if you look at TV shows over the past four years, you can see a very consistent apocalyptic theme that there's always been apocalyptic movies. But I'm talking... So I don't have that mindset because I don't watch any Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but if you're watching Designated Survivor, you have ter- uh, domestic white nationalist domestic terrorists blow up the entire government. Mm-hmm. And a non-elected designated survivor is going to be the independent leader of the free world. And we, just, we go into total madness. 
the zoo, animals. Get I, mean, some, I completely believe their programming. They've admitted to doing it before. That's, uh, these so lockdowns, specifically, when you think of having stop to go, watching TV, having people. to go. Yeah, okay, but a lot. <laughs> or or conservatives need to put out a counterculture. No, you don't need to program people. Stop watching TV. TV's stupid. Oh, I'm with that, but like, I, don't, I don't think people would do that though. Go on YouTube. I don't think people would do that. Any, the only other cleanup I wanted from our last episode, our marijuana debate was incoherent. I have the actual bill for when we talk with Alec so that we can just get it. When it got, me and you went into our usual tax debates where we have totally different, we were talking about different taxes. Is as you were talking about an income tax in general. No, I was talking about like I say everyone's if we if marijuana was just sold with the sales tax like everything else. Yeah, that but that's would be not fine. decriminalized. That's legal. Yes, you but but you but, but you're we're advocating it. The, right now the way it is is they're taxing it at tobacco like a sin tax. They're well, taking like twenty percent. Criminalize them. I would take one over the other. I don't mind paying a sales tax. Um, if I no, to, but they were saying in the article that's decriminalized. Yes. Yeah. It's not decriminalized yet, but they're voting on it. Yes, that we, would mean there's no we tax. We were both arguing that it wasn't really decriminalized. I'm saying is that I'm okay paying a little tax. Right now, it's taxing it like it would tobacco, which is the, that's a sin tax, a triple tax. You're making it go through extra things. that We had a terrible tomato milk analogy. And essentially, I can grow tomatoes in my backyard. And for yourself, you can't sell. I, I I could, and no one's gonna. No one has ever been arrested for selling tomatoes. No one has ever been arrested for selling. Loose I think cigarettes. if you if you sold enough of them, you would be in trouble. If, if you start not a garden, if you grow a garden of tomatoes and you sold them to your neighbors and to people at your family, and if you made, I would twenty thirty you, bucks off of. A couple well, that's tomatoes. all the more you made, but you would make a lot more in that on weed. Not necessarily. If everyone was able to grow weed in their backyard like tomatoes, the price would come down competitively. You think? Because I, I think a lot of people, growing weed isn't as simple as growing tomatoes. It's, I go easier. No. because it, it's, it, it's easier to grow weed year-round than tomatoes, for sure. Outside. Well, you know, you, you can set up indoors. They don't take up you much space. You can set space. up tomatoes inside, the, the, beauty, inside the beauty thing of the beauty. No, the weed plant is way bigger than a tomato plant. The beauty, marijuana has a 12-week growth cycle. That means at least four times a year you can grow in the same area and get the same yield. The but same the, closet, the same garden. But the tomatoes are not that efficient. Tomatoes completely keep reproducing more tomatoes throughout their um they just, we just too, with seeds. The seeds fall thought, off in the plant. Yeah, you have to keep replanting new ones. So you every you so you only get it's, a harvest every twelve weeks. And then that, um the tomato comes to harvest in what, like a month, and then you have like six months of harvest. So you just keep getting them. You think you get tomatoes for six months? Not six months, but like three months or something. It's like the remainder of the summer. Like it, it takes Seasonal. a couple. Yeah, but you only get one. But that that doesn't keep happening. But you could do it at, again as soon as the tomato plant dies. You could just replant more and just continue the same. And do process. it like hydroponically over the winter inside the inside your house. The tomato plant's smaller than a than a um, marijuana plant. But you were just arguing the marijuana. You're gonna make more profit off of. So why wouldn't you do that? You would. I'm saying you, that's where you're gonna get in trouble. They're not the price of it. It's harder to grow a marijuana plant than it is to grow a tomato plant. Tomato plants can just pop up. They just pop up. You don't a marijuana plant. You have to like those people really are delicate with them. Uh, if no, you, you want to grow good it, weed, it, it, it totally depends. Totally depends on your environment. If but if you want to grow good weed, if you want to grow crap weed, sure anybody can pop up a weed plant. But is it definitely going to get I you think, high? I think you can grow good weed in a tropical climate without much work. Okay, I'm talking about here. Yes, you're not going to be able to just grow it here. No, it's still going to be profitable. Th there's a lot of plants that are very tricky to grow here because we but don't have the But it's going to be profitable here if you grow it inside your house. But if everyone can do it, 
But not everyone's every, going to be able to do it. It's like bootleg whiskey. Anybody can tomato, go buy a hundred and fifty dollar tomato can't plants do this. are so easy, and not everyone does it. I, I don't know why we keep and getting hung up fair. on the tomato specifically. The I'm reason why I want to talk about you tomatoes don't see is people good. just growing no, plants. Milk is not good because milk is associated with drinking raw milk could get you ill. Not many people think buying un FDA approved tomatoes is dangerous. Not many people are going to arrest somebody. You're going to report someone that oh yeah, Janice up the street, she's selling loose tomatoes. She's making some loose reds. Yeah, Better so go look into Janice her. Janice up the street, Janice though, up the street is, is selling pushing a bunch mad of tomatoes. She's selling a bunch of weed and tomatoes. making $2,000 every 12 weeks. The IRS is going to come knocking on your door. $2,000 how many weeks? Every 12 weeks. $2,000 every 12 weeks, that's 4000 I mean, we're talking 8000 You think the IRS is going to be coming over $8,000 in a plant? I would guess so, yeah. I hope not. I hope we have bigger fish to fry right no, now. No, I really like, think the like IRS would... billion dollars of COVID The IRS fraud? would definitely go after you for that. I guarantee they would. They You're would not going to get away without that. I don't People can't even get away without paying that much taxes I, in their I, I personal income. I don't know income. if you made it so that all that you had to pay to get pot on the shelves was a sales tax. I do not think it would be that much of a profit that you'd be making that much money on I the mean, side. I mean, look at it right now. We have weed that's in the legal market, and it's more expensive than getting on the street. Yes, so if it was... But you can still make a ton of money on the street. But if it was all on the street, then the legal market would be cheaper also. Like the street but stuff, it, but you'd the, just be skipping but the scenario, one tax as the opposed to The scenario you're coming up with does not allow it to legally be sold on the streets. It still needs to be regulated. They still want it to be regulated. And yes, technically, process. you're still supposed to register. So the, the price will still stay up. If you up. were to sell gum, you have to pay a sales tax. If you were to sell bottles of water, you have to pay a sales tax. Every product on the market. Right, you're but I'm saying you're talking about a market that does. That's your ideal market where sales tax doesn't exist. I don't. That doesn't happen. No, I'm saying if, even if you, if you do that sales tax, as soon as you do the sales tax, nobody option, is going to be arresting people for selling bootleg marijuana if all that the government is making is a six percent sales tax. They on do it. it. They do it for alcohol. Bootleg alcohol. Alcohol pays a sin tax, and you actually pay more in alcohol, which makes it more profitable to bootleg. But they're just, if you they're took not off not the sin tax, six percent is not enough to warrant setting up a well, major you're never, operation. That's not realistic either, because you've never seen these people in government not do the sin tax on something that's recreational. Tomatoes. That's not recreational. <laughs> I would say tomatoes are just as healthy or unhealthy for you as marijuana, and I'll rest it on that. THC can help some people, can hurt some people. The acid in tomatoes, I have acid reflux, Greg. A tomato is significantly more dangerous to me than the, a blunt. The, significantly. The I got a heartburn for a week from a bad tomato. Anywhere there's money for the IRS to get it, that's where they're going to go. Well, they will, and I'm, fi- I'm saying let the IRS take their 6%. I don't want to give them 18, 20. And that's what's that's what's creating that, and that that would allow a pl- it would make it profitable for people to run illegal black markets because it's still not going for a free market. And price. the IRS is going to come after those people doing the. So, but if black you make markets. it six percent, that changes the market dynamics where it's not necessarily worth it to set up a big operation. It's worth it to to grow your own to grow your own tomatoes. But no one's thinking that they can set up the they whole backyard, have a massive tomato farm, undercut the local Walmarts and the local mom and pops, and just have this tomato ring where they're selling a buck cheaper than the competition, not letting Uncle Sam know. It would never be profitable. There's a thousand different things you could do with your land to make more money than try and undercut bootleg tomatoes. But marijuana is not viewed as a tomato. It's viewed as a liquor. Mm. Or it's viewed as a milk. Which, that's a problem. But I don't think milk should have to, you should have to go through a big process to buy milk either. I think if you trust the source it's coming from, if I trust that cow, I know that milk came from that cow, I should be able to buy it. And I will continue to do so. I'd say that, the IRS is going to be busting my door. 
getting the milk the milk jug one of those I got the glass milk and you know how they got it back in the day when you'd have the milk delivered to you like in the 1930s 1940s they mm. just reuse the glass thing and yeah, you keep yeah. it in your house that's how we're doing it raw raw milk anything you got to add no we, we'll, get, we'll get through some of the I know there's a lot of bigger subjects relating to war and Supreme Court justices we're gonna wait to see if we get Alec on Sunday to pin down on that baseball started up I believe oh there's no more um you just end on this Cracker Jack now we have Cracker Joe you know the ballpark candy thing gotta get both genders on the Cracker Ball <laughs> so watch out guys Cracker Joe is gonna be on your on your shelves have a great weekend everybody